Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Time in Full, a podcast brought to you by Design Conveyor Systems. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Welcome to another episode of the show. We're thrilled to have all of you along with us here today. One of the things we're talking about here on the podcast today is conflict. Conflict is one of those things that's somewhat inevitable in life, but we're talking conflict on the job site today. And joining me today here on the podcast is Brian Nickham, and he is the Director of Site Management for Design Conveyor Systems. And he's going to be sharing a little bit more about his expertise, his experience in this area, and how to resolve conflict. In a uh, in a healthy and positive way on the work site. So, Brian, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Of course, yeah, I'm thrilled to have you on the show here, Brian. And so, this is obviously a, a really important topic for a lot of people. And personally, I know that for me, I'm a I'm a conflict avoider in life. But just in general, you know, uh, conflict is one of those inevitable things that's going to happen on a job site, right? And so, um, it's probably a good idea, and it's probably important for people to acknowledge that conflict on on job sites is inevitable. And it's about how you handle it once it arises, right? Absolutely, that that's absolutely correct. You know, it not only does it uh, is it help keep the job site um, morale up, mm-hmm. but it also can can help with the safety and productivity on the projects as well. Yeah, that, that's a great point, and that that kind of emphasizes the need to then resolve that conflict. But you know, one of the things that's that's unique about conflict, I suppose, is that that each each conflict is unique in its own way, whether it's the people involved or the situation, um, the the emotion around the situation, all that sort of thing, which I think emphasizes the need to really find common ground, right? In that every every piece of conflict is unique, so it's important to find the things that you agree on. Yeah, 100%. Finding common ground, finding that neutral space so there's no real home team feel, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. home team advantage, um, that is absolutely crucial to get um, all parties involved to understand that you as the mediator at times, um, you know, are, are not playing for a certain certain team. Yeah, that's that's a great point. So, Brian, walk us through maybe some of the best practices that you have found when it comes to um, when it comes to resolving conflict on job sites. You mentioned that neutral site there. That's that's an important aspect. But what are some other kind of best practices that people should observe when it comes to resolving conflict on job sites? Um, well, finding that, that neutral, that neutral zone. And then in my opinion, um, we found that, that, uh, having the smaller, uh, issues kind of resolved in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. kind of works to de-escalate the, the larger conflicts because you're finding that neutral ground. You're able to discuss things at a very de-escalated fashion, if you will. Um, and, uh, it, it allows, all parties to understand that uh, as you as you grow on the project together, it brings that teamwork and camaraderie there. Um, so therefore, it it gives you a um, a sense of um, we can get through this. You know, regardless of what the situation is, we can we can get through this. Now, again, if if you do have some some parties that are a little bit more fired up, that that is where that de-escalating of a neutral ground definitely comes into play and in helping um, with with that whole thing. Yeah, and that's that's a good point. And and I like the idea that the positive momentum that, that agreeing on the small things can can help create as it comes to, you know, building towards a resolution. I think that's an important aspect of things. And and, and you know, it kind of comes back to one of those old adages that there's more that we agree on than disagree on in most cases when it comes to conflict, right? And finding those common ground things that we agree on right off the bat, I think can can be beneficial in these types of situations. 
Absolutely. I'd agree with that 100%. Another thing that, that, um, that DCS has, has done, um, with their site managers, um, as well as, as every employee within the company is we give a disc assessment and that disc assessment, um, it determines kind of your, it fits your, your, your personality, uh, with your, um, work style, if you will, and, and how it is that you, um, you deal with certain situations. So it allows us to kind of place the right key players on the right projects for the personalities that we know are going to be on site. And that really does help too. If we know that we have a, um, you know, we're going to be going to a project site and we might happen to have um, a subcontractor who, who might be a little bit more excitable um, mm-hmm. about certain situations or any, any situations that usually come up. We tend to bring on a site manager that might have a little bit more relaxed of a personality who can absorb a lot of that excitement per se. Um, and, and be able to then de-escalate things a little bit, a little bit easier. And having those disc assessments, you know, it, it allows us to, to have that availability and kind of that, that tool in our bag, if you will, as, as a site management group. Yeah, you know, Brian, that, that's a that's a really great point. And one of the other things I think is important, just anytime you're trying to resolve conflict and, and bring things to a resolution, is making sure that all the relevant decision making parties are, are present. Right? That's that has to be an important thing. Tell us a little bit more about that and how that plays itself out on the job site. Yeah, actually, that's that's a that's a very good um, very good point and something that we try to try to do at all times, um, especially when you have multiple trades on on uh, project sites. Um, if you if you have an issue that's mounting and uh, it involves multiple trades or, or just personalities, you know, it's, it's getting all parties together and, um, it, you know, again, not showing the home team feel, um, but it also, what it does, it is allows a clear understanding, you gathering a clear understanding, it's showing an empathetic side to each uh, trade or each individual um, without that home field. Uh, and then it's just, just listening and understanding their points of view um, for and repeating repeating that for for clarity, so you make sure that you are you are listening to what they are saying, repeating what they are saying. So therefore, there's a clear understanding at the end that there was no miscommunication, and then you can move on from there. So having all parties there for that, all decision makers for that. So when there is a break of the huddle, if you will, um, that everybody understands what the next play is um, as a team, as a group, and, and on site. Yeah, I think that 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 repeating back kind of what you just heard aspect is is really important because oftentimes things can get misinterpreted or misconstrued, and then you go down a rabbit hole that that takes a long time to kind of unwind and and get back to where you were before. And so I think that's a really important aspect of things is just making sure that what you hear is what they intended for you to hear. You know? Yeah, one one hundred percent. That goes back to the whole telephone game. You know, when you were a kid, and and you end up, you know, what you hear might not necessarily be what you repeat um, to a T verbatim. Mm-hmm. So uh, having that aspect with all of the decision makers, again, um, there, therefore it's not a, uh, you know, an employee going back to three different lines of communication to their supervisor who hears it completely different in the way that it came out. So having those decision makers there is definitely crucial to make sure that everybody's on the same page moving forward in the same direction. 
Yeah, as my wife can attest, I uh, oftentimes do not hear what she intends for me to hear. And so that's, you know, just one of those things that happens in life, you know, not just on job sites, but just about everywhere. But no, that's, I, I think, an excellent point and an excellent thing to, to bring up. So, Brian, do you have any examples of how this has played itself out um, that you can share with us? Um, obviously, you might want to leave out specifics like names or, you know, job titles or companies or things like that. But how have you seen this play out at, at times in your career? Do you have any examples you can share with us? You know, here here at DCS, with our our disc assessments that we have and how we we um, we utilize that in moving our our people on projects that best fit them and their personalities. You know, I could say that um, I've I've seen some some conflict in my years pre DCS, but since my time at DCS, there's there's been a really big emphasis on conflict resolution and and you know actually. Uh, to be frank, we we had a um, a retreat. DCS gave us a retreat um, for our site management team, where we actually had a conflict resolution class and course that we were given. That was a good two day course that's helped our team with these types of conflicts on site and and resolving them in what this podcast has been about thus far. That a lot of that on site conflict doesn't necessarily make it all the way up to leadership and senior leadership within the company. So it's doing exactly what we hoped it would thus far. That's a that's a great point. And I, I think a great way to put it is that uh, if it's not making its way up the food chain, it's because it's getting resolved uh, where it needs to be resolved between those those uh, the, the people that have the conflict. And that's that's healthy. And that's that's what you want to see in an organization. So, um, Brian, any final thoughts as we begin to, to wrap up this conversation today? Anything that you want to make sure people are aware of as it as it relates to, to conflict resolution or just any final thoughts you want to leave our audience with here today? No, I think I think the, the the biggest points to hit is is just making sure that uh, as we've noted several times in this that that finding that neutral ground um, definitely helps for de-escalating, um, being empathetic to to all parties, uh, making sure you're hearing them out um, completely both sides, and then making sure that when you leave the conversation, when you leave that atmosphere, everybody's on the same page moving forward. Even if it, it changes 15 minutes from now because of weather conditions or whatever the case is, but as you leave that atmosphere um, that you're in, it, it's everybody is on the same page and everybody's moving towards the same direction. Mm, yeah, I, th I think that's a really good way to put it. Very good way to put it. And a great note to end on. Brian Nickham, Director of Site Management for Design Conveyor Systems. Uh, Brian, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. And everyone else, thank you for joining us for this episode of the show. We appreciate it very much. Of course, for more, you can always go to designconveyor.com to stay up to date with the latest from Design Conveyor Systems and to see the different things that they offer and the different expertise they have there as well. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of On Time in Full. But for this one, for Brian Nickham, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.